Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good afternoon and welcome to the food show. My name is Don Clement and I am sitting in for the one and only Mr. Food, Tom Fitzmorris and his lovely wife, Marianne. I am very pleased to be here. This is a call-in show. So ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to call 260-6368. That's 260-MENU. That we're here at 10 we're here at 105.3 FM HD2 WWL. So why am I in this seat? What qualifies me to be sitting in such a an important place? The easiest thing to do is for me to tell you what I am not. I am not a chef. I don't now or ever have ever owned a restaurant. I am not in the restaurant industry at all. What I am is a foodie, and I absolutely love food. Now, I say foodie because I am not a gourmet. I enjoy food from the very best restaurant all the way down to that dripping roast beef po' boy sitting on the side of a neighborhood bar. Started listening to Tom way back when he first started in 1987, and I was uh, quite a bit younger than I was then, now, and uh, really, Tom helped to form a lot of what I thought about food. I hadn't been to many restaurants, didn't have a whole lot of money way back then, and uh, he had a lot of good tips. So at that point, I was really, you know, just getting out in the dating world, that sort of thing, just out of high school. And uh, it was really easy to use some of Tom's uh, restaurant tips to uh, impress. And uh, I've been listening to his tips ever since then. I agree with much of which, which Tom speaks. I do not agree with everything Tom says. And here today on this show, what we're going to discuss are going to be my opinions and my opinions only. You can agree with them. You don't have to agree with them. And if you don't, please give me a call. 260-6368. Well, guys, we sit here two weeks away from Thanksgiving. I'm sitting here thinking about this, and it's like, okay, I just remember cleaning up the dishes from the last Thanksgiving cook, and now it's all about to start over again. So with that in mind, we need to talk turkey. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Do you eat out? Do you eat at home? Do you cook? Does everybody come over to your house? Does one person cook? Is it sort of potluck? Everybody has a different tradition and different things that they do. Uh, I cook mostly the side dishes for Thanksgiving, things that I always remember as a child, things that, quite frankly, if I didn't cook, my mother wouldn't cook and no one would cook. So that's what I do. What's that one dish that if you got to that Thanksgiving table and it wasn't there, you would look around and say, oh, my God, I really miss Aunt Sally's what? Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I know, I know Tom doesn't like us talking about mac and cheese. I, I have no earthly idea why. 
And uh, this boy was from Chalmette long, long ago. And let me tell you, there is no way we could sit down at a Thanksgiving table and not have baked macaroni and cheese. Always, always baked. I sort of hijacked my grandmother's recipe years and years ago. I've been doing it ever since. And uh, pretty much every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, it is on our table. What about stuffed Milleton? Stuffed Milleton. You know, you go up north, we were uh, exiled to Atlanta for uh, several years after Katrina, and I'm going all over looking for Milleton. Nobody has the slightest clue what I'm talking about. Finally, I stumble upon this fresh market. I see the, the um, Milleton. I scoop up as many of them as I can, and then I realize, where am I going to get shrimp and crab meat to put in this Milleton? So, uh, you know, I scour all over, and I found this place that sells uh, frozen Louisiana shrimp. I paid the $399 a pound for them and took them back and uh, whipped up the Milleton. And I have to say, I think that that Milleton, that particular year, may have been the very best, and probably because it brought back back memories of being home. And it was something that uh, just doesn't exist anywhere else. So that's one of them. Uh, A second one that we always do... um, the eggplant stuffing. And we do it casserole style with the Italian seasonings, breadcrumbs, the Romano cheese, the Parmesan cheese. Just the minute I smell all these things together, I think Thanksgiving. So what is your one dish that if it wouldn't be there, you wouldn't know what to do with Thanksgiving? You'd, something would be missing. If you need an idea of where to go for Thanksgiving dinner or lunch, hit me up. Let's see if we can't uh, get something cooking and come up with something. Um, catering has become really, really big. I mean, everybody from Rouse's, Dornax, Langenstein's, just about everybody has a catering menu. I even saw Brightston's had one online uh, where you could call in and just, you know, place your order. And you could go pick up your turkey, pick up the dressing, pick up the whole thing, bring it back to your house, your aunt's house, wherever it is you're going, and just serve up the whole meal like that. Now, for me, that would bring a tear to my eye just because I love to cook. And I think that cooking has a lot to do with uh, emotion, has a lot to do with love, and I just love feeding people. So in addition to Thanksgiving, um, in our next hour, we're going to have a really great guest on. I'm going to have Chef John Fulce, so definitely stay tuned for that. Also, where have you been eating? There are a plethora of new restaurants that have opened. I'm also known on this station as the Gourmet Neighbor. That's because I live right around the corner on Julia Street. And we have just, you know, restaurants popping up everywhere. Every time you turn around, there's something new. There's Banchi, there's Sophia, there's Gianna. There's Where have you been? What are you eating there? What do you think about these new places? I've noticed a lot of different things as I go in. Some good, some bad. Um... A lot of new restaurants, I think, try very hard. And when I say try very hard, some try very hard to be really different, to be really avant-garde. And it all sometimes kind of borders on strange. So sometimes it's not taken well, it's not received well. But I do have to tell you the restaurants that have opened up in our neighborhood recently are very good for the most part. Um, True Food Kitchen is is definitely uh, a winner. It is not something that I would eat at all the time. Uh, Anyone who knows me or has seen me uh, knows that I I enjoy calories, (laughs) for sure. So I am not often uh, looking to skimp, so to speak. 
But uh, it, it was very good. For what it was, it was it was very well done. It's very good. It's a very good-looking restaurant. Um, so it works. It works. This past weekend, we uh, tried Rock Rose. Now, I know Tom has different feelings about uh, restaurants, and a lot of times he doesn't want to go when they first open, and, and I, I get that. But I'm thinking, if nobody goes when they first open, how is it going to be here for us to see where it is six months from now? So give us a call. Tell me where you're eating. Uh, that is 260-6368. That's 260-MENU. It's a call-in show, guys. I'd love to talk to you. It is definitely an interactive show and very interested to see what you're doing. So we did pop into Rock Rose, and that is in the International House uh, Hotel. And it is really a nice space. Very nice space. Very impressed. Very open. Very, uh, very, very, very well done. And again, this is a new restaurant. So it's just like any other new business. You've got to give them time. So we walked in a party of four. It was only, you know, two weeks old at the oldest. There were some things that really, really worked. A couple of things that didn't. So... Let me just tell you some of what we did. We, again, it was a party of four. So we started with several apps. We started with the olives with citrus and a coriander fennel, which were basically just black and green Greek olives. And to be honest with you, sometimes simplicity is best because they were really delicious. Really good taste. Uh, next, we had some spreads. It was a spread sampler. So it came with some roasted red pepper and fennel spread, their homemade tzatziki, and it also came with roasted eggplant. Now, that was really good. All three of those were good. I think where that dish could have been better is had it been served with pita. They served it with a bread that was a crusty hard bread to begin with that was grilled. And it was grilled a little too much. And part of that problem was the bread had these seeds in it. And when I tell you seeds, I mean, when you bit them, you, you knew you were biting them. That being said, had they substituted the pita on that plate, I think it would have been a much, much better dish. We also had a crab dish, and it was jumbo uh, blue crab, served warm. I'm not sure what type of uh, cheese was in it. That was served with a grilled pita. That was definitely a winner. I could see that on top of pasta. I could see that served with a side of orzo. That was excellent. Very good couple of things that didn't work. Shrimp, flatbread. Uh, shrimp were not really totally cooked. And anytime I hear the word shrimp, pizza, flatbread, red sauce, th- that's just not me. So I-, I would not have ordered that dish. But uh, someone at the table did. And they also ordered the whole fish. And when the whole fish came and I saw it, I said, it's beautiful, but it's not cooked. It wasn't cooked all the way through. Now, what's important about those two things is the way it was handled. You know, the minute we told the server, I believe one of the owner's names is Nick. He came over, he apologized, took care of it immediately, uh, replaced the, um, the broiled fish with the fish of the day, which was snapper, which was excellent. It was really, really handled very, very well. That's the important thing. Now, with that being said, I think my dish was the absolute winner. I got a fried pork chop. So picture this. They've got this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pork chop that comes pistachio-crusted, Frenched bone, about a, I guess, a half inch thick. And it's topped with some apple, some fennel, just delicious. 
Imagine a veal milanese, but as a, with a Greek twist to it. So all in all, we'll absolutely, we will absolutely be back. Great stuff. Good cocktails. I look forward to see what comes from Rock Rose. I'm sure it's going to be great. The only thing I did miss, Tom and um, Marianne talked about the pie and the spinacata, I believe. Is that how you say it? I'm probably saying that incorrectly, but close enough. You know what I mean? Um, that wasn't served at dinner. That's only served at lunch. And I've heard so many great things about that. So we will definitely, definitely have to go back and try that out. Give us a call, guys. 2606368. Let's talk turkey. It's two weeks away. What are you doing? Are you planning? Did you buy the bird yet? Is the bird still in the freezer? What are we doing? Are you grilling it? Are you baking it? Are you roasting it? Are you brining it? Tell you what, I used to, I'm also, I love gadgets. Got a lot of gadgets. And when I moved uh, from Baton Rouge after my sentence, um, and I finally got back home, I had to give up a lot of those gadgets. One of them was a Traeger grill. And that's an electronic pellet smoker. And let me tell you, I miss that. My wife and family, they don't miss it so much because I got into the habit of smoking everything. But a couple of Thanksgivings and maybe a Christmas or two, I did a smoked turkey on that grill, and I have to say it was one of the best turkeys ever. I just set it and forgot about it. Came out absolutely delicious. Perfect. So uh, tell me what you're doing for Thanksgiving. Definitely, definitely interested in your traditions. I love hearing what people do. I love comparing you know, different stories. Um, I know what we did as kids. And I try to carry some of those traditions over, but it gets hard. People move, people grow up, you know, and people have children, people have their own lives. So traditions change. So as long as you have those traditions, hold them and try to keep them going for as long as possible, because unfortunately, they go away. So give me a call. Tell me what you are cooking. Something else that I love to do, making groceries. I love going to the grocery. And I do it frequently, probably too frequently. I do it every day. And uh, it's inspiration to see what I'm going to cook. Where are you making groceries? Zapardo's just opened up a new uh, grocery. I passed through. It is huge. It's beautiful. Um, I'm still partial to my, to my doornax. It's just, it's got a feeling, kind of hugs you when you walk in, you know. But uh, give me a shout and let me know where you're making groceries. 260 260-6368. 6-8. Groceries, groceries. Makes me think, am I cooking tonight? Am I not cooking tonight? Do you... And we have a caller. Martin, how are you today, Martin? Hey, great, Don. Uh, I heard you, it sounds like you lived in the warehouse district uh, as well. And I was just wondering, are there any new bright spots? As uh, you were talking about true food, I know there was a pizza place that opened. Anything else that you've, uh, uh, you know, had? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the pizza place you're referring to is Banchi. And uh, that is that outfit is out of Rome, actually. And uh, I really had a lot of high hopes for Banchi. I think we've been at least twice and um, while the pizza is good, uh, something is just not clicking with me. And I don't think it's clicking, clicking with the hood either, because every time I pass, there are really not many folks there, which is sad, because I really want to see them do very well. But I, I think part of the problem is, and I don't know if you've passed and seen it, they cook these pizzas in very large trays. 
Then they put them out sort of buffet style. You come out, you pick what you want, they cut it with the scissors, and they pop it back in an oven. Surprisingly, for that area, I don't think there's enough foot traffic yet. I don't think enough people are uh, jumping on the bandwagon there. I, I, I don't know. Again, it's a new restaurant. It's a new restaurant. So hopefully they'll get their groove. There is a new spot, Martin, opening up, and I, the name escapes me. I only read it in one article, and I can't remember where I read it. But do you remember right off of um, St. Charles Avenue, the corner of Julia and St. Charles, there used to be um, that little taco restaurant? Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, they're over on Magazine now. But there is a restaurant that's going to open there. And I want to say the gentleman who's going to own it may have been a boxer or an ex-boxer. And uh, it's going to be more casual, more bar type. So uh, I don't know. I look forward to seeing that. We need some more casual food, some more inexpensive, uh, lower, you know, that, that type of food. The problem is the rent's so high, you, you, and it's hard to do. It's just hard to do. What about that one around the corner? I think it's in Lafayette, near Lafayette Square, Esperito? Esperito, yes. Esperito is delicious. It is very, very good. Um, Got a great happy hour. Um, He he makes an awesome, awesome guac. Really good guacamole. Really good homemade salsa. uh, Really good mezcal. I'm not a mezcal fan, but everybody I talk to loves the mezcal margaritas. Check it out. Cool place. Alrighty. Very well, cool place. Back to your question about, you know, one thing that I'd miss is those little little uh, onions and cream sauce. Always is good at Thanksgiving. With that, I'll let you go. Martin, where are you from? Onions and cream sauce. What is that? Oh, yeah. That's some good stuff there. <laughs> I'll have to Google it, Martin. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I have no idea what that is, Martin. All righty. All right. Thank you, Martin, oh. for giving us a call. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, Give us a call. Let me know what's cooking at 260-6368. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with The Food Show. And we're back to The Food Show. My name is Don Clement, sitting in for Mr. Food, Tom Fitzmorris, and his lovely wife, Mary Ann Fitzmorris. Need to talk to you. Why don't you give us a call at 260-6368. That's 260-6368. And you're listening to us at 105.3 FM HD2 WWL Radio. So if someone would have told me 30-odd years ago that I would be sitting in this chair co-hosting this show, I would have said, there is no way. So it's kind of um, kind of surreal in a way, to be doing this, but in a good way. And, you know, we talked about uh, why I'm sitting here. Uh, One of the things that we do uh, pretty much as a form of entertainment is to eat. My wife and I, along with our friends, neighbors, we eat just about everywhere. And if we haven't eaten there, we usually know about it. We usually know why we've eaten there. We usually know what we've eaten there. One of the things I often think about when something comes up about where do we want to go to eat or somebody asks me about a restaurant, one of the things I think about is, you know, if I don't think about going to that restaurant, there must be a reason I don't think about it. And we just don't go. So that's, that's generally if somebody asks me my opinion of something, if I don't think about it, it must mean I'm, uh, something's missing. And I mentioned on this show before, one of the things that I really like and one of the things I really like about New Orleans is that we still do 
have neighborhood restaurants. And as much as I do like change, we need to keep those neighborhood restaurants alive. One of the things we did as kids, and as I said, I grew up in Chalmette, small community for years of everyone knows what I'm referring to. It was a different world back then. It was a different city. Everybody knew everybody, is we went out to eat on a Friday night. Friday night was a big, big thing. The whole family went out to eat. And we looked forward to that all week because it wasn't something that we did. I mean, we, we ate at home generally. Uh, my mother and father both worked, but we always ate at home as a family. So when Friday rolled around, it was usually something casual. And there was a place, if anybody remembers, called Anthony's Pier that's been there for, it was there for years. It was a staple. It was a seafood restaurant. And uh, we love going there. You know, po' boys, whatever it was, seafood platter, etc. So even still today, something that drives at least one of my daughters crazy is I like to still do those things on a Friday night. I don't necessarily want to go to a big, fancy, white table restaurant on a Friday night. I want to go sit down at a Mandina's, and I want to order some onion rings, and I want to order some seafood or, or something with red gravy, something like that. And we, we actually have a rotation of these restaurants that we wind up going to. We wind up going to the same restaurants on a Friday, and maybe we circle through them once, twice a month. Um, when I think Italian, I think, I, I think of two places. I think of a Ristorante Filippo, which is over on West Napoleon uh, in Metairie, or I think of Vincent's. And I think of them for two different reasons. The food is different. The gravy is different. And, uh, but, but I love both of them for their own, um, their own separate personalities and their own food. And, you know, somebody brought something to my attention, and it was a friend of mine, and I can't remember who. Uh, but when you go to a restaurant, it is a much better experience if you form a relationship with that restaurant. And I can tell you, I do form relationships with restaurants, from the owner to the person at the door to the server to the person who's clearing my dishes. And I make it a point to get to know those people and not only know them, but to know them by name. And after the second or third time coming, they always know who I am. If you've seen me, it's pretty hard to forget who I am. Let's just say I have a face for radio. But uh, anyway, uh, I form a relationship. And the next time I need to go somewhere, the next time I'm thinking of somewhere to go, I, I, I specifically can pick a person at that restaurant. I can text a server and I can, you know, I'm in. And they take good care of me. And likewise, I take good care of them. But I think that a relationship with a restaurant may be something that doesn't happen around the rest of the country. And part of that is because the rest of the country lives in um, this little suburban sort of box. And everything that they have is a chain. And, you know, you notice it when you're driving down the interstate and you see the same restaurants at the same exits everywhere you go. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Obviously, it works. People are there. Because if people weren't there, the restaurants wouldn't be there. But we don't do that so much in New Orleans. And I think that that's a great thing. New restaurants, absolutely. Come on in. We need you. We want you to be here. We welcome you. But we just feel better when it's a unique restaurant, something different, something, something new. So let's get back to talking turkey, because it's been such a great topic so far. It's two weeks away, guys. I know you, you've got to be doing something for Thanksgiving. Give me a call at 260 
Give me a call, please. Talk turkey. What else? We did the stuffed millitons. We did the macaroni. We did the eggplant. Yams. Never sweet potatoes. Always yams. Uh, we could also talk about sweet potato pie. Mm, you like? I, you know, I do like sweet potato pie. Yeah. But I'm not a baker. I don't bake. I cook. Uh, baking, I think, is too uh, precise for me. You got to follow that recipe just right, or the cake doesn't rise, or something doesn't work. But I do now. The, I do prefer sweet potato pie to pumpkin pie. I'll give you that, and I don't know why. Maybe it's not as sweet. Something. I guess pumpkin is a little bit more coarse to me. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe that's it. But I do like some sweet potato pie. That's a good. But you know, I'm really not a dessert guy. I mean, if somebody brings a dessert to my table, I'll have a bite just to taste it. But for me to go out, I'm, I'm going to really reach out for something that's more savory, something that's more salty than uh, something that uh, that's sweet. Not to say I don't like all desserts, but, you know, that that's just me. Stuffed bell peppers? Oh, I love stuffed bell <laughs> with With meat or, or seafood? Uh, seafood. Well, both. My grandmother used to do both. Not together, though. Yeah. Like shrimp with the ground meat? Shrimp with the ground meat. And, and rice? Rice. Uh... Well, no, not rice, but I mean in the in the bell pepper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. See now, when I, now when I do, I, I grew up in, Ital- in an Italian family, okay. and so when we do bell pepper, it's you know of course the Trinity, it's the ground meat, and in addition to ground meat, it's always ground up Italian sausage. So oh. you get that little fennel flavor in there. Okay. Finish it off with some cheese. Put a little you know red sauce in there. Bake it up. Delicious. So I've never really done the one with the rice and. For some reason, I think the bell pepper might be too strong for that shrimp. You know, it just can't live up to it. But if that's what you like, Ron, that's what you eat. That's the beauty of um, that's the beauty of food. You know, food is one of those great gifts we have—the gift of taste. It's an awesome, awesome thing. Give us a call two six zero six three six eight, and we have a caller. Kyle, welcome to the food show. Hi. How are you, you, sir? I'm well. How are you? I am excellent on this gloomy, gloomy day. Good. Uh, You were talking about sweet potatoes and yams. What's the difference? I mean, I know some people get really offended if you call a sweet potato yam and vice versa. Well, are we talking about the canned stuff? Because that would be an easy answer. (laughs) Um, Sweet. Well, now, when I said yams, what I was referring to is um, the ones you buy in a can, and you sort of just put them in a little casserole and you put some mm-hmm. uh, you know sugar a little maple syrup cinnamon you know but I, I do know that that people do get very upset when you compare the yams uh to the sweet potatoes and i know that one is a bit orange more orange flesh to it uh than the other i think one uh, typically may be sweeter than the other uh, mm-hmm. but I've, I've never been asked that question before so uh, i'll have to do a little Google is my friend, Kyle. Google is my very good friend. I Google everything. Okay. I mean, so, maybe I should start doing that, too. You, <laughs> <laughs> or get yourself a... You, you got a Siri, right? Everybody's got a Siri. Yeah. Yeah. But I will check it out. But what do you do for Thanksgiving, Kyle? Are you a chef? Do you cook? Do you cater? What do you do? Uh, I go to my neighbors. You go to, Nice. You go to your neighbors. Okay. Is your neighbor home for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Well, I don't know if he's going to be home this this year, but we'll find out today, maybe. And if that doesn't work, what do you do next? I mean, you just, you know, you go get that, what is that, the Impossible Burger from uh, Whopper from Burger King, or what do you do? No, indeed. I probably, I'll probably just wind up working. You're just going to work. 
That's uh, yeah. I'm in the restaurant industry. Oh, are you really? Do you want? I am. Do you want to tell us where you work? Uh, I'm a manager at Compare La Pere. Compare right another great restaurant right around the corner. See that that's everything is really in the hood where we live. We're very 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 lucky. Are you guys doing Thanksgiving at Compare La Pere? We are. We're having a prefix uh, dinner for uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Now, I know that she does more of a, a Caribbean style of food. Are you going to be doing a traditional Thanksgiving? Or are you going to be doing something with a little twist? Or do you a know yet? Twist. Yeah, it had a little twist. And uh, our menu is actually posted on our website. Okay. We'll have to take a look. At, we'll have to take a look at that. How are the Copper Bunnies? Are they still hanging around there? Still hanging around, yeah. Most popular drink on the menu. It, it, it's pretty much one of the most popular drinks in the city. If you walk past it, uh, you can definitely see those little shiny bunnies. And I heard they're very coveted. They are. People have um, taken them. Yeah, I heard but it doesn't end well. It did not end well. But it, we did, it ended well because we got it back. It didn't end well for them. There you go. As, as, as long as you bring the bunnies home, you know? Copper bunnies are co- copper bunnies are awesome, but I really loved fricasseed bunnies. Oh, we don't talk about that at Compare La Pere. We don't, we don't talk about fricasseeing a rabbit, do we? Mm-mm. Well, if you ever fricassee a rabbit, would you please give me a call and a call to this show and let me know? Because I would love to drop in for some fricassee a rabbit. Well, you can get rabbit at, at our sister restaurant, Bywater American Bistro. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, I didn't, now that you said that, yeah. yes, I, I do. Okay, and how, it, what kind of rabbit do they serve over, over at Bywater? Do you know? I'm not really sure how it's prepared. Is it served with a sweet potato or a yam? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. One of each. <laughs> one of each. <laughs> I might not know the difference. I might have to really Google this so when they're served, I know which one I'm eating. But uh, yeah, okay. I, forget, I forget about Bywater. Yeah, we're going to have to go pop in over there again. I've been once. It was very good. So we're going to have to sneak back over there. All right, Kyle. Well, happy Thanksgiving, and I hope we get to see you at uh, um, Stick Our Head in at Compare Lapin. Tell you hello. That was great. Thank you. WL in New Orleans. And we have a caller on the line. Keith, how are you today? I'm doing great, Don. Thanks. I'm really enjoying your show this afternoon. Well, thank, thank, you, uh, thank you very much. Thank you for conversation. Thank you. I'm, I'm typically the kind of guy who likes Thanksgiving in a traditional way, the turkey. But I'm having a different kind of bird this year. Uh-oh. I'm hoping it's a dirty bird it's that a I dir- can eat at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind traveling for it. I'm going to Atlanta. Oh, wow. And I'm going to eat a nasty old hot dog in, <laughs> the, in the Mercedes-Benz Mercedes. Stadium and just watch the Saints pay back. Revenge, Re- revenge, yeah. Keith. Revenge. It, it, it's worth sweeter than revenge at Thanksgiving. You know, it's almost worth sitting with all those dirty birds just to see it put right back on them. Yeah. Now, now let me yeah. tell you, I have heard. I have uh, actually uh, a coworker lives in Atlanta, and he's got some great seats there, season tickets, and he says that the food there is really surprisingly good. That it's really they've got a lot of high end things. You know, it's not just your. Uh, Typical hot dogs anymore. Stadium food has really, really oh. come a long, long way. Wow, kind of like our airport, huh? Yeah, but you can get to that stadium. <laughs> you, you can yeah. get you can get in and out really easily. Ah, <laughs> wow. Well. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing our Saints. Um, good. Just really, um, pummel, pummel, pummel them. Yeah. It'll be the best Thanksgiving for all of us. That would that would be because I tell you what, last Sunday, last Sunday hurt. 
I almost I almost and thought about skipping uh, dinner. That's how bad it was. And it was painful. It yeah. really was. And we, we we don't we don't skip dinner. I, we're probably gonna get yelled at because we're talking about sports now. Next thing we'll be talking about hamburgers. That's frowned upon. But yeah, uh, yeah. So will you enjoy yourself? Know, yeah, and uh, we will. And just want to know how much I'm enjoying your show this afternoon. Thank you very Thank much. You I appreciate it. Happy right. Thanksgiving. Same to you, buddy. Dirty Bird. I wonder how many Dirty Bird recipes we could come up with. Huh? We could fry them. We could stew them. Have a good one, Keith. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Stephen, if you're out there, you could call me and help me out with the uh, sweet potato versus the yam question. That sounds like something you might know about. I, I did a little Googling because um, I guess that's how we do everything now. And it looks like a sweet potato is more of a reddish brown, a yam, it says, sort of looks a little bit more like a tree bark. But it does say that the flavors are entirely different. Uh, that uh, the yam tastes more like a yucca, a yucca, in texture and flavor. And uh, it's not as sweet as the sweet potato. So, of course, it's in the same family as all potatoes. There is your answer, Kyle. And if that answer is not good enough, sir, you're just going to have to Google it yourself because they're about... 3,022 pages of the difference between a yam and a sweet potato. Who knew? Anyway, give us a call, guys, so we can talk it up. I want to see what's cooking with you. 260-6368. Thanksgiving, you know, once Thanksgiving hits, that's it. Then we're into the season. Christmas is going to be in full swing. We're going to have some great uh, dinners here in New Orleans. I mean, I know we always have some uh, great Papa Noel specials as far as hotels go. We've got some great dinners uh, that'll be planned. Do you do any of those um, special dinners in New Orleans? Uh, they're great bargains, um, and it gives you a chance to sample uh, different restaurants and uh, get a feel for what they're doing. So um, give me a call if you do that as well. And um, traditions. We're going back to those traditions. Has anybody ever done a formal Thanksgiving? You know, like when you go, you see it on television. These people are sitting down, and they're all, Ron, they're sitting there in their suit. They sort of look like Tom. They're sitting there in a suit and tie, you know? Yeah. You ever did that? Uh, no, we do. My family, um, we do pretty much a casual one. Mm-hmm. Everybody just sits, sits around in jogging pants and just eats. Yeah, well, jogging pants are good on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they great. expand. <laughs> they expand. Great. No, we, well, you know, usually uh, in New Orleans, uh, we're sitting around in shorts on Thanksgiving, you know? Those are facts. Yeah, those are facts. I mean, you're watching mm-hmm. everybody else on television, and uh, they're all in sweaters, and they're, it just looks like the holidays. And we're just hanging around. Well, we're going to be in our, in our Saints uh, our Saints regalia. We're going to be wearing our jerseys and, uh, you know, that Dirty Bird shirt where that fist is just kind of wringing the neck of that Dirty Bird. We're going to be doing that. And uh, let them think they got us. That was their Super Bowl. It's over. They're not going anywhere. What about the alcohol? What's, what's, on, the, what's on the spirit menu? Oh, what's on the spirit? You know, I, I really don't do cocktails much. I, I'm definitely a bourbon guy. All right. I love bourbon. I so. do beer. You do beer. That's a, <laughs> beer. Oh, what you do? Really? You like beer? Heineken. Heineken. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm more of a, uh, I'm definitely more of a bourbon drinker. I really stick to Crown a lot. I like that, you know, but they've, they've got so many great, great bourbons out there. Blanton's is a favorite, but it is so hard to find. And somebody told me why it's hard to find, and I, and I, I, I was like taken aback by it. So the guys who make Blanton's figured out how long it takes to make this great high-end bourbon and they started making Fireball, which is like this cinnamon whiskey. The ticker is 
they can make the fireball in one-third of the time they can make the Blantons. So guess what they sell more of, guys? The fireball, because it's quicker and cheaper. Anyway, I've got Allie on the phone. How are you, Allie? Hi, Don. How are you? I am doing fantastic on this lovely gray day. Yes, yes. Uh, well, the show has been awesome. Love listening to you. Thank you. Uh, and I have a question, and if you can't answer it, I want somebody out there who's listening to answer this question. Okay. Hit me. I asked it. I asked it last year, and there and and we couldn't come up with a consensus. Okay. My my husband's family is from here. Multiple generation goes back, and they eat at Thanksgiving and Christmas only these two meals: rice, peas, and gravy. Well, and. We- I cannot determine if this is a New Orleanian thing or just my husband's family's bizarre. Now, side now, now dish. Allie, 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 there is absolutely nothing bizarre about rice, peas, and gravy. How, <laughs> how do you eat your stewed chicken if you don't eat it with rice, peas, and gravy? <laughs> oh, I'm, how do you look? It go anything, Allie, anything you could serve. Alongside of mashed potatoes, we substitute rice, peas, and gravy. No. Yeah, meatloaf, roast, they're interchangeable. But no, they're not. They are. They're absolutely interchangeable. But here's something that's even more interesting. Why do they only eat it for those two holidays? It's, quite, it's pretty easy to make rice and gravy. Oh, no. I mean, it is. Um, but it's like that and one other thing is their main staple for mm-hmm. sides. And I'm from the Midwest, and we uh-huh. come from the land of all things sides. Yeah, me too. All the sides. Me too. Absolutely. Okay? Like 10 different sides yeah. at Thanksgiving, you know? That's us. Same. Um, so you, okay, you, all, so you always... I guess that's my answer. You all... sting down here. Do you always stay in New Orleans? Do you guys kind of change up holidays? One year you go there, one year you come no, here? No, we don't. We have, you know, I have two small kids, four and two. And um, traveling any time in the year that's the hardest time is yeah. the holidays. Yeah, it is. It and is. so right now, with their, when they're this young, we try to stay close to home mm-hmm. um, here in New Orleans. Um, and then we travel more like summertime um, and the spring right. with them. It's just and easy. it's not so heavily, heavily um, trafficked. Gotcha. Um, but I, I guess. There's my answer to this bizarre phenomenon. Of- it's it's only it's only bizarre to you. So I think tonight you should be really nice, and you should go make your husband some rice, peas, and gravy. He'd love it. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Um, All right. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But I appreciate you answering this, and now I can go home and tell him that he is indeed uh, his family is not crazy. Well, you know, crazy, uh, crazy, and being a New Orleanian are synonymous. And it's okay. We like being crazy. It's good, dear. It's good. Okay. Look, you did a great job on the show. We we need to meet Allie. You did a great job. Kooky oyster lady here with us. Yeah, we have to. I thought thought you lived on the North Shore around Mariana's home. I thought that's why you were the gourmet neighbor. But you're the gourmet neighbor because you live in a CBD. That's right. I live live near the... uh, 
near the studio. That's right. That's why I'm the gourmet neighbor. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Uh, that's okay. That's great. We definitely are going to have to get together um, for lunch uh, yeah. sometime. Yeah, that, have, would be, that would be fantastic. Have, have Marianne connect us, and we'll do that. I look forward to it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. Rice, peas, and gravy. Go get it. (laughs) 260-6368. Give us a call. I don't think rice, peas, and gravy are crazy, Allie. I think they're absolutely delicious. Now I'm thinking, Ron, about a nice fried pork chop alongside of some rice, peas, and gravy. I'm just saying... Just saying, that would be chicken. nice. You got me a stewed chicken. Oh, stewed chicken. Yeah. I love stewed. There's nothing better than stewed no. chicken. Now, you know, another way I served that that's really weird, and that goes back to that restaurant we used to go to as kids, they would serve it with those broad um, egg noodles, peas, yeah, yeah, shredded cheddar cheese, and gravy. Yeah, I remember that. That's good yeah. stuff, good <laughs> stuff. That, maybe a little cornbread on the side. Mm-hmm. Boy, I did a cornbread the other night, and let me tell you, there is no reason for you to make your own cornbread. You go get two boxes of Jiffy, add a couple of tablespoons of sugar to that, you've got the best cornbread you're ever going to have. I was raised on cornbread from scratch. My grandmother oh, spoiled me. <laughs> well, you, you, God bless your grandmother. Yes. You, know, you know, something else, too. It's this, it's this time of year when you start to remember all the people that are gone. And you start to remember because of the food. You know, like we talked about earlier, that things they would make, and when they would come, you would always think of that person for that dish. And uh, my grandmother, for instance, always, it does the best stuffed artichokes in the world. And I thank my aunt so much because she did what Tom said to do. She stood there next to my grandmother and, okay, how much of that? Stop, stop, stop. Let me measure that. How much of this? How much of that? And had she not done that, I wouldn't be able to duplicate that today. I remember when uh, I first started working with Tom. And he was like, you know, be sure that you get the recipes from your grandmother before she leaves. Now, she's gone. She's been gone for two years. Oh, wow. And um, we don't have the – I remember it, but my Uh mom is is afraid to – to duplicate it. it. Yeah, because she she doesn't know if it's going to come out. What is it? Uh, Sweet potato bread. I've never done sweet potato bread. Sweet potato bread. Really? Or the sweet potato pie. We're both afraid to fool with it. So I'm trying to persuade my mom to – try it one year. Well, I mean, the worst thing that happens is you try it before and it's not the same. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's the worst thing, Ron. So, you, yeah, and, and Tom's right there. Write, write these things down because once they're gone, you know, they're, 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 they are just gone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to go to a break and we are here at 105.3 FM HD2 WWL. Give me a call so we know it's cooking. 260-636- And welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show, and I am Don Clement. Give me a call, 260-6368. And we do have a caller, Sir Devin Nooner. Are you with me, sir? Hello, Donald. Well, hello, sir. I am marvelous, sir. Just cheery. It's just marvelous here. Cheery. Cheerio. Cheerio. It's good to hear your voice. I, I called, I think, the last time you were on, maybe months ago. And I'm glad to see they have you back. I'm really enjoying your, your chatter. Well, th- thank you very much. I, I, some of what I do has been called worse than chatter, so I'll take chatter. Thank you. Oh, well, well very good. <laughs> well, I just wanted to, uh, to see what was going on. And I, I, I love to talk food, so uh, I really have a, nothing to say, really. Well, but, well, but let me ask, they, you, let me ask oh, you, sir, Devin, where have, you had, been, where have you been eating? Well, you did mention uh, that True Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I went there for lunch, and lunch. I had the beet burger 
It was absolutely splendid. I really enjoyed it. Was very, it, very much. Was it really? I mean, I, I, I fantastic. Did it? Did, was it just shaped like beef? Did it actually taste like beef? No, no, it didn't taste like beef at all. It tastes like a beet, b e e t. I don't know if you, heard, if you said beef. Oh, I understood beef that, burger. but it, but it's trying to. Is it trying to? I guess the question is, replicate a hamburger. Is that what it's trying to do? Well, it's. I think the concept is is replicate, but they're not trying to make it taste like okay. a like a cow burger. Okay. They're trying to make it like a beet burger, and it was splendid. Really? Huh. Very, very, very good. I tried to eat vegan during the week, and then on the weekends I eat whatever I want, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was extremely satisfied. Wow. Well, we're going to have to try that. It, it's close by, so we'll have to... I don't know how those words are going to come out of my mouth when it's time for me to order it. Maybe I'll have my wife order it for me. Uh, there you go. It's not <laughs> Just... wimpy. It's not a wimpy sandwich. Now, let me ask you, yes. being from England... I'm curious on uh, any good place I haven't been able to find any, but you're apparently the the neighborhood gourmet. Any place to get some good fish and chips? Fish and chips. You know, that's really not something uh, that we do. I mean, we have our own traditional way of frying things. There used to be... Boy, I'm at a loss for that. Fish and chips in New Orleans. Uh, Sir Devin, I will do some research during the break. And if I can find some place, unless you know some place. I really don't. I, I, I really don't know of any good place to find yeah, it's... the English version of fish and chips. Now, I love your fried catfish. I think it's fantastic. Oh, oh. I love that. What about Finn McCool's? Finn do they do? It's okay. It's probably the closest that I could get being home, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's just, not. It's not the greatest. Yeah. It's just okay. I, to be honest, I think I'd rather get uh, a fried catfish over at uh, I don't know Rocky and Carlos. It's pretty yeah. good. There's, Very good. Uh, I'm not. You know, I'm, there's there's so many great places. There's a place on Earhart that has fried catfish, and I can't think of the name of it. But it, it's bloody good, I can tell you that. Well, there's there's another place I just uh, I'm just scrolling through called the Holy Ground on Canal Street. That's in Mid City, and it is an Irish pub, and everybody is raving about their fish and chips there. I, I can't tell you from firsthand knowledge, but uh, maybe that's something you might want to look into. The well, Holy I think Holy I surely Ground. will. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Ground. H O L Y. As far as as far as it's Thanksgiving, you know, we really don't celebrate it that much there in England, or if any at all. But mm-hmm. um, being, you know, what would you recommend the best types of, of, uh, of dishes, I guess? Or, you know, of course, I know you do the turkey and mm-hmm. the oyster, but can you recommend anything else that might want to try this year? Now, you know, the one thing that I never do at Thanksgiving, and we have this argument in the family, is ham. I never do ham at Thanksgiving. So I always do the turkey. I never do the ham. Um, like I said, we really like sides a lot. And, you know, you've, you have, like we discussed, the obligatory sides. You've got to, of course, have the uh, mashed potatoes. Um, and you also have to have, the. apparently, according to Allie, we have to have rice, peas, and gravy, which I have never had at Thanksgiving, but apparently Allie I has it. Yeah. I, that's I, odd. It's Thanksgiving. Do you guys cook, Sir would, Devin, or what do you do? Uh, we we do cook. Me and the wifey. We we are. I, I guess I called you because I think you mentioned the word. You said foodie, foodie earlier in the yes. program. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a foodie man. I love I love to go out and experience, especially being from England. The food, 
you know, back in the 80s when I, you know, when I was really there as a child and, mm-hmm. and a teenager, the food was absolutely horrible. It's mm-hmm. gotten a lot better since there's been more migration of, of different cultures there. It's a sure. lot better. But being in New Orleans now, I, I think it's one of the main reasons why we stay. The people. Hmm. Absolutely. And then the food. It's sure. absolutely fantastic. So we like to cook a lot. I married a Cajun girl. Oh, good for you. Uh, from, from, yeah, from right outside of, of, of Lafitte, or Lafayette, Lafayette, I think you might pronounce but, it. Well, they're both, Lafayette. yeah. Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So she introduced me to seafood gumbo and chicken and sausage gumbo and pigeon and even squirrel. Squirrel, yeah. Um, but I love it. I, I love it. Well, but you, we you... take advantage food here. You need, you need to listen uh, in, to, in the next hour because uh, we're going to have uh, Chef John Foles on and I know he definitely cooks some squirrel. So you got to listen to him and he could tell you uh, some good way. We'll leave you with one thing, Sir Devin. Somebody just sent me a text. Crown and Anchor English Pub. This is from a friend. They said they have fantastic fantastic fish and chips. All right. All right, sir, Devin. Crown and Anchor. Crown and Anchor. Yes, we're at the top of the hour. Thank you, you, sir, for calling. I appreciate it. And you're listening to 105.3 FM HD2 WWL in New Orleans. Stick around for the next hour. We are going to have Chef John Fulce on our show. Very, very happy for him to be here. Lots of questions. I've got to figure out how to narrow it down. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.